Good morning, everyone. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Thursday, November 16th. Here's what's driving the day. After a last-minute hiccup last night from Senator Roger Wicker concerning the National Defense Authorization Act, the two-tiered continuing resolution passed the Senate. After President Biden signs the latest stopgap measure, the next two funding deadlines will be January 19th and February 2nd. So enjoy the holidays. With that out of the way, we're focusing on something a little different this morning, UFOs. Garrett Graff has written a new book on the subject. It's called UFO, The Inside Story of the U.S. Government's Search for Alien Life, Here and Out There. And we have a first look at that book this morning at Politico Magazine, and Garrett is here to tell us all about it. You've got two pieces coming out, one today and one very soon. Let's dive into the subjects that they tackle. The first is an essay about what it would take for the U.S. government to take UFOs more seriously. So let's just start with that. What, what would it take? Ryan, I got interested in this subject through a series of events that, you know, you have lived through in your time in Washington as well, which is this like huge shift we have seen since 2017 when serious people in Washington began to talk seriously about UFOs, what the government now calls UAPs, unidentified anomalous phenomenon. And as you surely remember, there was this series of blockbuster reporting by Politico and the New York Times in 2017 that sort of outlined a more extensive series of secret projects and programs at the Pentagon looking at UFOs, paranormal phenomenon, and a series also of sort of documented sightings by Navy aviators, Navy fighter pilots, who had encountered technologies that they did not believe were of terrestrial origin and that they did not believe the U.S. had technology to counter. You know, my background is as a national security writer. And so I came at this, you know, not as a, you know, ufologist, sort of someone who, uh, you know, had sort of a vested stake in either being a believer or a skeptic, but as someone who was like, what is the government actually doing about this? What does the government actually know? And what is the government's history here? And what I found was a puzzling mix of secrets and mysteries. You know, that is things that the government was covering up, you know, secret projects, secret flight tests, secret operations that had nothing to do necessarily with aliens, but were things that the government did not want to talk about publicly. And then a fair number of cases where it also looks like the government is covering up its knowledge of advanced adversarial technology that is being tested against U.S. defenses. You know, these are Chinese drones, Russian drones, Iranian drones. And I became convinced through this reporting that at the same time, the main core of the government cover-up is that the government doesn't actually know what UFOs and UAPs actually is. You know, that there are some that are obvious, you know, confusion over the planet Venus in the sky, you know, confusion over, you know, military aircraft that are spotted at night and people mistake as UFOs. But there is some set of sightings of objects or phenomenon that the U.S. government just doesn't really understand. And to me, the government should be more interested in that than it is. Um, and so what I tried to do 
in this piece for Politico is outline what a more serious program would actually look like um, if the government wanted to go out and try to solve the mystery of UFOs and UAPs. You have a second piece based on the new book that sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't read this one yet, Garrett, so I'm going to ask you to give us a preview. And this one's about presidents and UFOs. And you, you you write about presidents who have had meaningful encounters with UFOs and also sort of the questions that they came to office with about UFOs, which from the way you made it sound, same kind of questions that we all have. I would love for you to tell me your favorite story about a president and a meaningful encounter they had with a UFO and your favorite story of a president's sort of inquisitiveness uh, about this subject when they finally got into the Oval Office and had the power to see all the files. Yeah, this, this, this is sort of the equivalent of Us Weekly's presidents, they're just like us. <laughs> yes. It turns out if you are elected president, one of the first things Almost every president since Harry Truman has asked when they get to the Oval Office is, do we have alien bodies hiding under Area 51? And president – Who is the most – who is the who is like the most – who is the biggest UFO, UFOologist of them all? Uh, actually, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton cast – Webb Hubble, who you probably remember was the assistant attorney general from Arkansas that he brought up to Washington. He gave Webb Hubble two instructions when he appointed him to the Justice Department. I want to know who killed JFK, and I want to know whether we have aliens. And <laughs> Webb Hubble he – didn't, He didn't answer either. And Webb well, Web Hubble said basically, <laughs> I was never able to get satisfactory answers about either. But one of the stories that I tell in this is – The a, deep state thwarted Clinton and Hubble. Uh, the, and in fact, that's actually a big part of the book is you know the rise of the deep state and the, the collapse of – trust and truth in government institutions in the post-Watergate years that sort of saw the rise of dark UFO conspiracies and, and I think really laid the foundation for the deep state in the 70s and 80s that we now see permeating American po uh, political dialogue. That this was you know something that really captured people like Bill Clinton. Barack Obama actually came to office with the same set of questions. And he's talked about post-presidency that he also was unable to get to the bottom of it and that he believes that there is stuff up there that we don't know what it is and it puzzles us. He gave that interview in 2021 to James Corden the, during a late-night talk show. And to me, it was a really striking answer because it, it shows – that there really is a core mystery here, that this is not as simple and binary as, you know, we have alien spacecraft or we don't. You know, we know what UFOs are or we don't. That actually, you know, on sort of all axes of this question, there's more of a spectrum of what the government's knowledge and understanding of these challenges are. And then just finally, on the meaningful encounter, what's what's your favorite story from a, a president who actually had what they believed was an encounter with a UFO? 
Well, Jimmy Carter, actually, both of his presidential elections in 76 and 80, he was running against people who had UFO encounters, Gerald Ford in 76 and Ronald Reagan in 1980. And Carter himself actually had a a very meaningful and important to him UFO encounter. But what was interesting in Reagan's moment was not only did he have a UFO sighting when he was governor of California, but that... When he came to office, remember, you know, he's an actor, he's fascinated by science fiction, and he sort of became obsessed with this question of would aliens, if they invaded, force the U.S. and the Soviet Union to cooperate? Um, And he put this question to Gorbachev. He made it a big part of his, you know, strategic arms limitation conversations and really sort of pushed this question of – well, if we would cooperate when the aliens invaded, why don't we cooperate now? And it got to a point where he was sort of so notorious for talking about this in the Oval Office and the West Wing that Colin Powell, his national security advisor, would go on these rants. Oh, president's talking about the little green men again. That's wild. So it was sort of a philosophical thought experiment. Yes, Garrett, thank you so much. Everyone should read these two pieces and buy Garrett's book, UFO. Garrett's last book was excellent. It was called Watergate, and it was a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize. Garrett, thanks so much for coming on. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Ryan. And now for your schedule today, the Senate is in, the House is out, and President Biden is still at APEC in San Francisco, where he has a very full day of meetings, public remarks, and photo ops. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening.